with you in Jesus' name. We celebrate the Holy Trinity, the sacred mystery. God has revealed himself to us as one God in three different ways. We rejoice in this mystery of God and in all the blessings that he provides to us. In the sacred name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we celebrate God in infinite and eternal ways. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. God the Father in heaven, have mercy upon us. God the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. God the Holy Spirit, sanctifier of our souls, have mercy upon us. Lord God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we praise you for revealing to us your love and mercy. Blessed be the Holy Trinity and the undivided unity. Let us give glory to the triune God because he has shown us mercy. We make our confession to our loving God. When Isaiah the prophet saw the vision of God's throne lifted to heaven, he lamented, Oh, woe is me, for I am lost. I'm a man of unclean lips. And with Isaiah, we stand before God just as we are. And we confess, Eternal Lord, we confess we are mortal creatures so in need of your grace and care. For Jesus' sake, forgive us and bless us. Our Heavenly Father, in his infinite compassion, has sent his Son, Jesus, that he would be lifted up on the cross and that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. And God the Holy Spirit has worked faith in our hearts so that we may put our trust in Jesus, believing that his death has paid for our sins and his resurrection has opened heaven to us. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We pray, Almighty and ever-living God, you are amazing. We thank you that you have revealed to us your glory and majesty. Be with us today as we worship you. Give us a deeper faith and trust in your goodness and mercy. And we praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as you live and reign, one God, now and forever. Amen. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Hallelujah. 
holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Alleluia. We turn to God's sacred word. First from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, beginning at verse 1 and then going on to verse 22 through 31. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate, leading into the city, at the entrance, she cries aloud. To you, O people, I cry out. I raise my voice to all mankind. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago, at the very beginning, when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing in his presence, rejoicing in the whole world, and delighting in mankind. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 2, beginning at verse 14 and going on to verse 22 through 36. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow, Israel, fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. For David had said about him, I saw the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope. 
because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David, he was died, he died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Messiah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is from the Gospel of St. John, the 8th chapter, beginning at verse 48. Glory to you, O Lord. The Jews answered Jesus, Aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed? I am not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly, I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. At this, they exclaim, now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. And yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste death? Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? And Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My Father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I did not, I'd be a liar like you, but... I do know him and obey his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. 
Oh, you are not yet 50 years old, they said, and you have seen Abraham? Oh, very truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At this, they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself slipping away from the temple grounds. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would you agree with me? Conversations and words really do matter. They always have, and they always will. And God, God has always been talking to the creatures and things that he has made, he speaks. God knows it is good for us to know who he really is. He wants us to know him in all his glory. One God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Well, it was really hard for Jesus to be understood. Again and again, he would talk about big, complicated, and subtle things. Courageously, Jesus would take the risk of talking to people like you and me. In conversation, uh, have you found that it is easy to be misunderstood by whoever we're talking to, and we are easily capable of not hearing and not understanding what other people are saying to us. This is why our conversations with each other can turn out in unexpected ways. And it's also why God's eternal persistence to speak to us faithfully. It's such a great thing to celebrate. God is not going to give up trying to talk with us. Jesus can see that the people he is talking to, they do not wish him well. They taunt him with dark allegations and they assail his character and Jesus, he responds by talking about honor. God's honor is what he brings to this conversation. 
words may fail us, but you know what? The intention that we bring to a conversation, that is what's really important, isn't it? Even a conversation that does not begin well can end up somewhere good if everybody really wants it to. Jesus has come to this conversation wanting to honor his Father in heaven. This is his eternal desire. This desire of Jesus to honor the Father, it takes us to the very center of the great and sacred mystery that we celebrate in the Holy Trinity. Our God is one God in three persons. Our God is infinite and eternal, majestic and glorious. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they have been in a kind of perfect conversation forever. God created his world, setting what is good, right, and true. And when Jesus speaks of honor, he is telling us that God will uphold the harmony and balance that he wants in his world. And Jesus' intention is to honor his Father's desire that they had talked about in heaven for so long. Now, here is Jesus standing among us, standing in the sacred place of Jerusalem's temple. And here is Jesus, living proof that God is committed to bringing each of us into this eternal conversation of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Here is Jesus talking to these people who obviously are not really listening to him. It is, and it always will be hard to enter into the sacred mystery of God. It really helps if you have an open ear and an open spirit and a desire to honor God. The name of Abraham comes up in this conversation that Jesus is having. One day, a long, long time before this, Abraham and his wife Sarah were sitting in their tents, relaxing in the shade as the heat of the desert day wore on outside. And Abraham peered out of his tent. He sensed something. He had always been able to listen to the whispers of the eternal voice. God had spoken to Abraham and had sent him on a journey to distant lands. He was still on that journey. 
And God had spoken to Abraham from the very stars of the sky in the night and inspired him to believe in a future filled with people strong in their trust of God. And God had spoken a promise to Abraham. You, Abraham, you and your wife, you will give birth to this. Oh, but now, now Abraham and Sarah, they were old and their days were quiet and dull and the same. But on this day, as Abraham peered out of his tent, three men are standing outside, having just walked from where? Well, Abraham welcomed these three visitors, and he openly entertained them with the best food and his greatest hospitality. And when these men got up to leave, the three men promised this old couple would have a new child. They laughed at how unlikely this might be. And the men replied, well, isn't, is there really anything that's too hard for God? No, Abraham, Sarah, you will have a son by next year. And so it was. Just as God had promised, Abraham and Sarah had their son Isaac. Here was God fulfilling his promise to Abraham, a man who would listen for God. Welcome to the sacred mystery of God, Abraham. And so it is for us on this day that we celebrate our triune God, our God who is one and also three persons. Like Abraham, we might look out the window and imagine three visitors coming to see us. We, like Abraham, are ready by faith to welcome him, to listen to him. We are ready when we fear God and when we respect our God and when we want to honor him. You know, in a way, we kind of practice this, this hope and expectation of meeting God. Every time we have a conversation with someone near us, we want to bring our best intention that we might honor God, that we might glorify God by how we try to listen or by what we say and offer. To this end, it is really good that we can see Jesus. It is good that we can stand beside him to absorb his peace and his confidence. And you can just see 
Jesus knows that good will prevail. He will take this conversation as far as it needs to go to honor God and give him the glory. Can you see him? A man of flesh and blood who is part of the triune God. Jesus was standing at the crossroads of human history. Wherever Jesus was standing, the ground beneath his feet was the crossing point between time and eternity. Standing on the earth, Jesus could speak for the world the Father who created it, he is good. Standing next to all of humanity, Jesus could call to the coming Holy Spirit, they need you. The past and the future, the earth and the heavens, God could hold it all in his hand like it was a small acorn. In the sacred mystery of the triune God, here is Jesus on the cross. Jesus could reach towards the Father with the sacred mystery now of his sacrificial offering. Jesus could see everyone who will ever seek and reach for God and Jesus on the cross offers himself to the Father for us. And then, from the burial tomb, from the darkness of death, Jesus would awake. And he kindles the first spark of the Holy Spirit's fire. The doors of the tomb are opened and the light comes from the sacred mystery of our triune God. The ever-guiding spirit would soon be on its way when the Son of the living God returned to heaven triumphant and victorious. The sacred mystery of the Holy Trinity is a kind of living and eternal conversation. The great, almighty, and eternal God speaks as one and yet three voices in harmony. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit speak to us. And so, well, what can we do to celebrate this today? Maybe today we could go outside and listen to nature loudly whisper, God the Father's goodness is in all of creation. If you need to, 
go to your TV, turn on the news, and well, it doesn't take long, does it, to hear the desperate cry of humanity? We need a Savior. We need a Redeemer. And then, if you turn the TV off, then ever more clearly, you can hear Jesus, the Son of the living God, declare, I tell you the truth, before Abraham was born, I am your almighty God. Our Savior and our Redeemer speaks. And then, well, then you might just want to sit for a while with these words of Peter from the book of Acts. 2,000 years ago, a band of brothers were left alone with a huge task. Tell the world that Jesus rose from his grave alive, answering the ancient words of prophetic hope. <laughs> Three years before that, well, Peter could probably tell you a thing or two about how to catch fish. But now listen to this man. The fire of the Holy Spirit speaks through him with wisdom and honor. Today, you and I might enter into the sacred mystery of this eternal conversation. Our God, one, and yet three in harmony, invites us into the sacred mystery. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Holy and sacred one, who is three and yet one, we thank you and we praise you and we worship you. You have revealed yourself to us, our creator, our savior, and our redeemer. Ever living spirit of wisdom, comfort, and peace, bless us that we may by faith enter into the sacred mystery. May you bless us now and forever in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail or through our website. You could make a contribution there. Thank you. Bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we are all on a journey to meet you. We thank you that you have shown us the path before us by revealing yourself to us as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We pray that you would lead us forward in our understanding and our trust of you. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Father, we are all weak and have great needs. We thank you for your care of us. And we ask you to bless us with compassion for those around us. Nurture in us a caring heart for others. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the nations of the world, we ask your healing. May we have goodness and peace to share. May the Spirit move each of us to hold to what is right and true, looking for what is best for our communities. May we, like you, cherish and protect the least of those around us. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For people near and dear to us, who need relief from pain and suffering, from hunger and want, from loneliness and persecution, and from deep sorrow. Today we ask your blessing for them, that you, our gracious God, would visit and relieve them in all your mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. And Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. In spirit-given faith, Heavenly Father, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his steadfast love endures forever. 
we give you thanks, Heavenly Father, that you have given us yourself in the sacred mystery of the Trinity. We thank you for entering into our lives to be with us, and we worship you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.